Oh, fuck, which episode are we up to? Oh, for the love of Jesus. Why do I ever check this? It's seven or eight, isn't it? Yeah, it's seven or eight. Do do both. I'm scared to check because I feel like putting something else on the internet might make Ringer fall over. No, just just, uh, just say either episode seven or episode eight, or just do welcome to Jason Bray in the morning. Don't even do an episode number because people will figure it out when they look at the title. That is true. Listeners, welcome to Stace and Barry in the morning. Jazzy geeky Saturday morning jazzy times. Put down your cereal or put it in your belly. Uh, like you know, you, you can eat while you listen to a podcast. I guess it's not it's not technically rude because I can't hear you. And uh, join me, Stace, the Stace half of Stace and Barry in the morning. And this one, Barry, the Barry half. Say hello, Barry. Hello, and I'd like to say my body's ready, my heart's on fire. I'm gonna push it over the wire. Perfect timing, tight as a drum. The final battle's already won. I'm taking hold of every moment, giving strength by the breath of life. I'm gonna stake my claim. I fight to survive. Kumate, Kumate, Kum. Morning. Um, I. Th- what was that? <laughs> That that was a traditional a Nugent family greeting. Oh, okay. I mean, you've never done that before. It kind of threw me. <laughs> I wasn't expecting like a singing sesh immediately. Get used to it. I'm good. That's how I'm going int- to oh. intro every episode now. I feel like you won't remember that song this time next episode. <laughs> I, I, I feel like you may possibly be right. <laughs> I also feel like I would love to just make up like a a Taylor family greeting, but I just haven't got, don't have the power. I haven't got the brain power today. I'm sorry. My brain is like, it's like, you know, when Weetabix get a bit too soggy, that's my brain today. I hear you. <sighs> yeah. I feel you. Not, not in a rude way, but you know what I mean? I was going to say, don't, don't fill me up. Like, no. That's inappropriate. No, I mean, mental like I, Feely mentally, that still seems wrong. I was going to say, no, no, it seems like psychic fumbling. (laughs) (laughs) That's not funny. Yeah, no, that's not. Kids, psychic fumbling isn't funny and it's not clever. Don't do it. It's not a laughing matter. No, No, I'm talking to you, Mr. Xavier. (laughs) So, yeah, if if anyone that heard that sort of uh, musical ramble at the beginning and would like to tell me where I stole those lyrics from, send your answers to Stacey and Barry in the morning. At the email address that I can't remember that stays till at the end of the episode and there there won't be a prize waiting for you. Just respect. Just, well, just a little bit, I guess. Uh honor. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> Whatever's gonna get you up in the morning. A piece of toast. <laughs> hey. 
Anywho, back on topic, back on the clock. Yeah, cool, blimey. It's another episode of Stace and Barry in the morning and we've got, cool, we've got all sorts of segments for you. Yeah. We haven't really, have we? We've been a bit crap. No, we've got the same, seg- <laughs> we've got the same segments we've always had, just slightly recycled. Yep, that'll do. Hey, shall we uh, Shall we roll on to one? Yep. Which one do you want to do? We, did, we didn't plan this properly. Uh, let's start with Rick and Morty. That, that would get us going. Well, that's not a segment. So let's start with Saturday morning cartoons. That was cool because it started out kind of melancholy, started out kind of sad, and then it kind of went all upbeat at the end. I like that. That was a good one. Nice one. I enjoyed it. I didn't know where I was going with it when it started, so I'm glad it went somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) Somewhere wasn't even happy and light. Yeah, it didn't just go <laughs> like a sad old trumpet fart, like a deflated balloon. <sighs> well, they can make fun noises sometimes. Anyway, so mm-hmm. Saturday morning cartoons. Let's do a talk about. Okay, here we go. There's probably going to be spoilers for series three of Rick and Morty. We'll try not to spoil much, but it might happen. So just like fair warning and that. I'm doing shifty eyes. Yeah. You can't see. Yeah. Barry. Yes. How did you, how, what are your feelings about Rick and Morty Series 3? Uh, it's really difficult to say without spoiling. So I will start by saying that I really enjoyed it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was weird watching it this way because I came to Rick and Morty pretty late in the day. So I was able to sort of binge watch the first two seasons sort of back to back almost yeah so it was weird having and i dare say i was a little bit annoyed about having to wait a week um for an episode and because i was watching it on netflix i was also a week behind the state so it's this whole sort of scenario where i have to sort of go undercover for like two days well actually no a week whilst i wait for it and i was had to steer clear online and stuff like that so that was that was proper annoying yeah but yeah, but I yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I was trying to think if there was any see, I know some people said that they felt that the last episode was a little bit of a um Whimper. Anticlimax. <laughs> yeah. The word. I I could kind of see what why people would think that. I still enjoyed the episode, but it felt more like a a standard Rick and Morty episode rather than the sort of season finale episode, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Also as well, you know, really and truly after Pickle Rick, I mean, there was only one way to go. <laughs> well, see, I there was another episode in that series that I rated a five out of five alongside Pickle Rick. So I was quite happy that it... I, I think this is going to sound really arseholy, and I don't mean it to sound that way, but I do feel like it kind of petered out towards the end. That mostly, be- I mean, it's funny because when you think about the first series, that didn't have like a big, like a massive, like you know, cliffhanger. Like, yeah, they'd stop time, but like there wasn't anything to like really, you know, mull over. Like, not like the second one where everybody was just like, "What?" <laughs> at the yeah. end. So I don't necessarily think that the last episode was uh, was not finale enough. I just feel like it was. It felt rushed. I think I read somewhere that there was supposed to be fourteen episodes this season. And then it took them so long to write the other 10 that they just fucked off the last oh. four <laughs> and just had to finale eyes, finale like a random episode. And I, f- I feel like it comes off, like particularly in the last two episodes, um, like the Beth storyline was kind of like 
rush through and that didn't really sit right with me but that being said like the season as a whole i thought was amazing yeah. like absolutely amazing i loved um pickle rick i loved rest and oh. relaxation that one was brilliant which was which one was that one was that the one, the one they one got toxic, toxic selves yeah, yeah yeah i i loved that episode i don't know what it was about that episode but i was like crying almost all the way through i loved morty's mind blowers like because <laughs> i i was concerned about that one before um before the episode because the the trailer for it was like literally just showed you the bit where they walk into the room and and rick's like here's all the memories you've asked me to remove and all i could think was like if he never asked for like king jellybean to be removed what absolutely awful things has he seen and done yeah that is like and there's this many of them and i started freaking out that it was going to be a really like grim sad episode but it was like actually super funny i don't know the first the first memory was pretty pretty grim it's harsh <laughs> oh that one was funny my favorite my favorite one in there was true level where um he's trying to put up a shelf and rick's like fuck off with your stupid measure with a fucking bubble in it like it's just, and then, then he makes the ground like super level and morty's completely skeptical about how great it is until he steps on it and then just like basically has a complete meltdown <laughs> And the squirrels, the squirrels were amazing. Oh yeah, <laughs> little boy, I'll give you presents if you can hear me. <laughs> Just keep <laughs> the um, the only thing I didn't like about that episode, and this was entirely me being an absolutely bitter asshole, was um, do you remember last year they ran a competition on um, Omaze, which is like this um, it's a fundraising website where basically celebrities put in like experiences that then you donate to the charity to try and win this experience okay and last year justin roiland and dan Harmon did a be a voice in series three uh fundraiser which i threw so much goddamn money at because i was like i want it i want it i want it can i have it let me have it um and i as you can probably tell i did not win and uh <laughs> and that that episode featured the guy that did win and it made me super bitter <laughs> I was watching it and I was like, yeah, well, I suppose he's all right. God, I guess. Like, ugh. <laughs> he was actually really good. Okay. But I was cross with him because he wasn't me. I'm sure he was substandard. He was the alien that asked Rick to kill him. Oh. So he actually was pretty good. But, um, but I'm, yeah, no, yeah. I'm not going to give him any praise because uh, he wasn't me. Fair enough. <sighs> I have to say, the other episode that I loved... Um, I don't know, love's the wrong word, but I think we had a conversation about it before, but that was the episode where I kind of thought, okay, when when I think about adult, adult animation now, that's the episode I'm going to think of. And it's the one with all the, where it focused on the, um, I can't think we call them, the, basically the planet where it's all Rick and Morty's. Oh, the Citadel. The Citadel, yeah. Um, was it was it called Tales from the Citadel? I think the episode's actual title was the Rick Lantis mix-up. <laughs> oh, was it? Okay. But yeah, there's like a whole title card with Tales from the Citadel with a theme chosen. <laughs> yeah, that was that was just phenomenal. Because it, it was funny, but there was quite a bit of stuff where you were just like, wow, that's just bleak. Yeah, I have a feeling, because that was episode seven, I think. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that if they'd have done the full 14 episodes, that we might have actually gone back to the citadel and yes. the absolutely amazing ending of that episode in episode 14 because then they would have like started in the citadel and been in the citadel right in the middle and then they could have ended there yeah but 
I think yeah, there's um there's a <laughs> there's a whole like the online theory that there's going to be a Christmas episode, right? Partly because in the post credit sequence of the last episode, Mr. Poopy Butthole was like, oh, maybe next time you see me, I'll have a giant Santa beard. Um, <laughs> and also because Ryan Ridley wore a Christmas jumper once. <laughs> which, that's specious logic. But um, I mean, I'm not going to argue if there was a Christmas episode. Yeah. But I would definitely, definitely watch it. Because I love Christmas and Rick and Morty. So it's a win-win, isn't it? What more could you want? Yeah, exactly. Actually, you saying that there was supposed to be 14 episodes to begin with makes more sense now. Because that that was the thing that I found weird because it was such a big ending of that episode Mm -hmm. that I I was expecting that ending to come back to bite them all in the ass in the sort of in the finale. So when it didn't, I was like, oh. That's a bit odd. Where's, where's that going? Yeah. A lot of people were arguing that once they realised they weren't going to do the whole 14 episodes, that that should have been the finale. Mm. And I'm like, I can't really argue with the idea of that ending because that would have been a fucking badass way to end a season with just like Rick and Morty bodies sort of floating through space. Yeah. But I don't know that the rest of the episode would really have been like to end on an episode that doesn't really feature our Rick and Morty would have been weird, if that makes sense. Yes, but well, yes and no. I mean, they were there at the beginning. You could have brought them in. They could have tweaked it a little bit and made it work. But no, no, that's a fair point. I will say about the uh, I will say about the last episode, and it is a spoiler because I can't not spoil this line. Is it possibly had one of the best lines in the whole series? Oh, it's the bit where like he's facing down the president, and they've got all these guys surrounding them, and Rick just goes. Look, basically, don't mess with me. What did he say? I'm basically Doctor Who in this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I, did. I really enjoyed that episode, but mostly because I could listen to Keith David talk like all day, every day. He's got such a wonderful voice. There's some really brilliant lines in that as well. Ex- excellent episode. Oh, there's some awesome, awesome lines. But that line, I'm Doctor Who <laughs> in this motherfucker, was just... And suddenly, I suddenly wanted him to be Doctor Who. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of people who um online like when they're like oh imagine if there was a live action rick and morty that would like peter capaldi to be rick and i'm like yeah i can see that i could see that yeah I'd watch it yeah i could see yeah. that <laughs> i would i would so yes no i uh i thought it was a cracking cracking series season yeah Is, are they doing a season four i, I believe so i mean I, I fucking well hope so <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I, I really hope so there was uh, there was one episode that I didn't like well I say I didn't like it's <laughs> it's one of those annoying things where it's like it's a bad episode of Rick and Morty but it's still like a really good episode of television in general because <laughs> that's just yeah. the level that Rick and Morty is operating at but I wasn't that keen on the um, you know the superhero one the Vindicators one. Oh, actually yes yes because I, fe- I felt like Rick went really far in like in like murdering these people whose only faults really would be in a bit egotistical about saving the world <laughs> like it's not they don't they don't really deserve this rick you're being a bit of a knob uh, yeah. and I, I, was, I wasn't very comfortable with that but oh well it's only one episode out of 10 that's pretty good going <laughs> that, that is pretty darn good going yeah but again i have to go back to the um pickle rick needs to get his own spin-off show <laughs> Um, the Jaguar needs oh, to get his Jaguar. own spin-off. Just, oh, I want to see more of, you know, at the post-credits uh, sequence of that episode with uh, the, the villain Concerto. No, was it a post-credits sequence? They're 
noises on every episode. Is there? Yeah! Barry! <laughs> what is wrong with you? Yes, there are on every single episode. Oh, I've got to go. My For some reason, my doorbell's ringing. Hang on. I'll, I'll be back. I'll be back. I hope it's presents and not, I don't know, ghosts or something. You know, it is nearly Halloween. Could be ghosts. Do ghosts ring doorbells? I doubt they do. Fucking cold callers. <laughs> I thought it, I was wondering briefly if it might be the trick or treaters or a ghost. No, it it's still a bit early for trick or treaters. Some fucking. Idiot. Have you heard about the gas and electricity? No, I haven't. Oh, well, 52. I've got, look, let me just stop you. Are you going to try and sell me some gas and electricity? Because if so, I'm not interested. <laughs> but the thing that annoys me about cold callers is they seem to assume that you don't know how to work the internet or something. So yeah. you don't know how to do research for yourself on, you know, gas companies or whatever. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Anyway, that seems like as good a time as any to like move on to another segment. <laughs> Just before we move on, I just want to say really quickly, now I can go and watch all the post-credits for Rick and Morty that I had no oh. idea it existed. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't been watching those. I know. Oh, Concerto is one of the best. Like, in terms of design, I need to find out who designed him because he's amazing looking. Like he's got, he's kind of like a violin and he's got piano keys for teeth. And he's just amazing. I love him. Anyway, Anything. next segment. I don't know what to call this. Because it's kind of just like the CW TV watchery. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, the fuck? <laughs> what just happened? Did you die? Was there a spider? It's because so I my I have an office out in the garden, right? Right. And from the office, I can see the upstairs window in our house, right? Okay. Now, I've been looking up at it, and that when the light's been off because Sue's not home yet. Right. So I've literally just glanced up, and not only is the light on in that room, but Sue was standing there looking at me. <laughs> and she's done it a couple of times, and she thinks it's fucking funny, and it's not. It's fucking terrifying. No, it's really fucking funny. Oh, is it? <laughs> Yeah. And all of this is staining. <laughs> Fucking hell. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to die. <laughs> right. Right, where were we? Um, CWTV Watchery, because right. I, I dubbed this segment. <laughs> I could be a single man soon. <laughs> yes. Anyway, CW. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's the thing, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's CW. Right. Over. <laughs> the end. No, yes, we were going to talk about um, primarily the, the returning CW shows, but primarily The Flash, because we both watched The Flash. Indeed. So um, I've seen the first two episodes. Me too. Oh, nice. On a, <laughs> on a par then. Get in. Would you like to go first? Okay. I uh, I should probably preface this by saying that I have given up on all of the other DC TV shows. Um, mm -hmm. I gave up on Arrow yonks ago because I don't buy 
uh, Stephen Amell as a human being, let alone a vigilante. Uh, <laughs> he's such a terrible actor. Okay. I mean, he's beautiful, but he's terrible. And, uh, yeah, didn't finish Supergirl. And I watched the first episode of Legends of Tomorrow season two, and I was like, nah, I'm done, bruv. I'm done. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care about any of yours. Captain Cold ain't there. I'm not interested, man. So, <laughs> so I am down to just the Flash, and I've got to say, it's trying my patience. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it is. I mean, the, the one thing I do like about it is the fact that um, there doesn't seem to be a speedster villain this series, which is nice, because it yeah. means that the solution to the problem won't be, Barry, get fucking faster, because that's... Okay. <laughs> well... I mean, I hope that's not <laughs> the outcome of movies. <laughs> that's how I solve all my problems. <laughs> I mean, the thing that annoys me about The Flash a little bit is that he always announces himself as the fastest man alive, except he's always fast, like something's always faster than him and he's got to get faster to beat it. And I'm like, well, you ain't the fastest man alive then, are you? you you're sort of almost constantly the second fastest thing. <laughs> there's, there's something on, um, I'll have to find it to send it to you, but there's a, a video on YouTube that someone's done. And it's basically a guy dressed as the Flash, like in a recording studio, and it's like he's recording the um, the intro to the Flash. And he's like, "Hi, I'm Barry. I'm the fastest man alive." And then there's another guy, like in the sound booth, going, "Look, could we just change that? Because actually, you're not." And it, and it, and it keeps going back and forth, and uh, it is a bit where he goes, "Yeah, with me and my friends in Star Labs." Well, hang on a minute, didn't you kill his brother? <laughs> when you went back in time, didn't you do this and do it? And it, it's really, and then at the end, they basically record it as it should be, and it's it's fucking hilarious. So oh yeah, I'll I'll see if I can find it and send it to you. Yeah, do send me that. I think my biggest, the, the biggest thing that's trying my patience is Iris yet again. Oh, they seem to try and give her a personality and like a job last series. And then this season has sort of resulted in her being, she's basically become the felicity of this of the Flash team, except she's entirely unnecessary because Cisco and Caitlin already do that. So really all she's there to do is occasionally go, Barry, don't fuck up, yeah? Like, just don't, <laughs> like, we love you. Don't, don't fuck it up. Trust and that's, me. <laughs> yeah, look, it, look into my beautiful eyes and, uh, you know, don't fuck it up. So, yeah. uh, like... I don't know how heavily I want to spoil this, but something happened at the, the end of the first episode of the, the new series that made absolutely zero sense to me. I feel like if you've seen it, you'll know what I mean. <laughs> well, I think you need to say spoilers and you need to spoil it so we can talk it out. Okay, here comes the spoiler gong. Clang! So Barry comes back out of the Speed Force, all crackers and speaking in rhyme and like not knowing what's happening and drawing on the walls and shit. At the end of episode one, uh, what's his name? Joe. That's his name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe just says to him, Oi, Iris is in trouble. And then all of a sudden he's fixed for like absolutely no reason. Like he's Barry again and he's fine. And it's, it made no, it made absolutely no sense to me. It didn't, that, it, it, it's not that it didn't make any sense. It's just that it, they just didn't bother to explain it. That's what I took from it. And I'm not saying that as a good thing. I was just kind of like, it was almost like, oh, so it's it's flash magic. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I just, I just had to, because he saw that little lightning in his eyes, I'm like, okay, they obviously reset him somehow. Okay. Doesn't the Speed Force need somebody else to go in there now? No, because yeah. part of what they did, did in the episode something? was, yeah, they did something to stabilize it when he came out. Uh, well, why didn't they do that before so he didn't have to bother going in? Because it took him six months to work it out. Oh, fair do. 
I love Cisco though. Can I just say that I'm happy to have a cheerful, fun Cisco back in my life because he was drab as fuck last season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, can I, on the positives, can I say like um, it's great to actually have the flashback as a kind of primarily fun show. Yes. And there's lots of kind of banter and laughing and joking and Jeremy Barry and Cisco's are like best buddies again and everyone's cracking mm. jokes. And I like that. This is the sort of flash that I like tone-wise. Me too. And props to have a a, prop, a proper villain in a big chair with a big headquarters. Oh, yeah. yeah man. I like yeah. him. He's good. I don't know how much it cost him to like fit that place out, but props, dude. Props. <laughs> That's the sort of chair I want. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Floats and shit. Awesome. Awesome. Virtual keyboard. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I'd break that instantly. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Um, but yeah, so I, I, all that is good. I like what they're trying to do with Iris, but I think the, uh, and, I, and I think I like where they are relationship wise as well. Uh, do you know what I mean? But I think, uh, the problem, I don't. well, I think the problem is there's outside of the relationship, there's almost, there's been nothing for her to really do. Yeah. So they've kind of put her in that position. And the same part of it is Wally's kind of got nothing to do. Oh, except have fabulous new hair. I don't know what yeah, it is into yeah. his hair, but I want It's good. Yeah, yeah. Props to that. And But it just, like, there was one bit, I think it's in the second, and it was almost like you couldn't have both him and the Flash doing stuff, or you couldn't have him saving the day. It's got to be the Flash. So he just got knocked out for the whole thing. Yeah. That was and, I, I, and I just hope going forward, they can make more use of him or shift him off onto another show or give him his own show or something. Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, I think with um, Iris, I kept thinking, there's two things I keep thinking. So what's happened to her newspaper job? She yeah, was I like did wonder about that. Lois Lane reporter type character. So, and that was kind of like her calling. So what's happened mm-hmm. to that? Is she still got that job or she taken sabbatical or what? And... I just kind of feel they just they just need to kind of really stick with something for her and not have a kind of change in jobs every series. Yeah. I think the, the, the difficulty that I have with Iris is they've never given her much of a personality outside of Barry. And so I could not care less. Like, if she died, I'd be like, so? <laughs> I just And, like, this latest episode, here's the spoiler, Clanger again. Clang. They start going to, like, couples counselling. Mm-hmm. And she keeps going on about how, like, we're Barry and Iris, we get through things, like, we, we're Barry and Iris. And all I could think was, I don't think of you as Barry and Iris, the unbreakable relationship couple. I think of you as Barry and Iris grew up together as kids, isn't it adorable? Like, there's no groundwork for this being an unbreakable relationship because it's constantly breaking. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, last season, like, they, I don't know, they broke up, like, twice or something and then she nearly died and then he fucked off to the speed force for like six months or what have you and it's like i don't i don't feel a connection between them pair at all i don't feel like there's chemistry so i just don't care and like i say she doesn't do anything outside of like just moping around star labs and occasionally going oh there's a fire over there oh there's a runaway car (laughs) over there you're like great I, I did find it funny when they did go to couples therapy and then he was sort of saying, well, you know, my mum's died. And she was like, oh, okay. It's, oh, I'll write that down. He goes, oh, no, but I've kind of got over that now. Oh, and my dad's dead as well. And then she's kind of like, oh, have you guys had a lot of death then? And he's like, no, not too much. And then they, they kind of reeled off this list of people that had died. And it was like, yeah, we've been to a lot of funerals. And you suddenly realise, on one hand, 
how are these people still standing with the absurdity of the <laughs> amount of death that has surrounded them? Yeah. And I did. I generally. How do you cope with it? And I, I have to say, I, I'm enjoying it because it's because it's gone back to being like silly fun with some cool running shit in there. <laughs> Fair dues. I like the idea of it going back to um, like you know, random different villains as well, mm. uh, like the sort of villain of the week type thing with the overarching you know thinker stroking his chin in his big chair. Yeah, I quite like that. Yeah. Yeah, I just yeah, I just feel like I want Iris to be less of a wet blanket because like the women in the show don't get a great rap anyway like uh caitlin barely does anything anymore really except occasionally go Ugh, don't turn icy that'd be a bad idea and all the other women keep fucking off back to other dimensions <laughs> 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 so really they're only they really only is iris like and she's just Barry's arm candy and that annoys me. I want her to be a thing, you know, in her own rock. Because she is in the comics. I like Iris in the comics. She's, right. she's quite, yeah, she, like you say, she's like a Lois Laney, you know, she's, she knows what she wants and she's going to get it and she's brave and she's smart. And in this, it's just, she's just like, she's moping all the time. So I don't know. Yeah. She just riles me up, I think. <laughs> Are you really? You're hiding that well. <laughs> uh, did I mention that uh, I don't really like Iris? No. But I do, I am, I'm sticking with it. But okay. yeah, we'll we'll see how, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I I am so far I am definitely enjoying it much more than I did the last series. Yeah. Because if I want mopey shit, I'll go and watch Arrow. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I I'm still watching the CW shows. I'd be interested to see how many I'm still watching by the end of uh, this <laughs> this run, but we'll see. Um, I'm still. I just think some of them just feel like they just feel a need in me to to watch silliness because what I realise is a lot of the shows that I watch are quite dark. Yeah. Um, and it's just quite nice to put on something which is a bit silly. And in and by that, sometimes I even include Arrow in that because I put Arrow in the same category now because even though the last season of Arrow got a bit dark for for a CW show compared to some of the shows I've been watching, Mine Hunters. <laughs> That that's nothing, you know. So it's quite yeah. nice to be able to put those shows on. So I'm, so I'm enjoying Supergirl season three. Although this feels like she's getting a little bit moving to that kind of mopiness that we kind of got out of the Flash. So I'm hoping they yeah. sort that out. It's Martian Manhunter. The Manhunter. That's not a thing. Martian Manhunter that annoyed me in that because every episode he chooses to not bother being Martian Manhunter. Why do I keep saying Manhunter? <laughs> <laughs> um, he chooses not to be like a super powerful alien guy and just like run along behind Supergirl and I'm like what are you what are you doing you're amazing go and be amazing <clears throat> anyway well I'm really glad I chose this segment please <laughs> 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 I'll be poking that beer again <laughs> on that note <laughs> we've been talking for a while we have so, been talking for a while should we uh should we do our last segment that's not really a segment but it's like just an announcement really? Yes, and given the time that we've got, it will be an announcement as opposed to a segment. There you go. It's a really quick <laughs> <laughs> announcement from Pete. So Barry and I are going to be doing another uh, extra special twenty four hour live Stacey's Pop Culture Parlor slash Stacey and Barry in the morning, but for twenty four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Stacey Barry in the old day. <laughs> yeah, Stacey Barry for 24 hours. 
Oh, cool, blimey. And it's going to be on Saturday, the 28th of April next year. I will have, obviously, because it's quite a while away, I haven't got like any links prepared yet, as in where you can listen to it or where you can donate. But if you do a follow of, of me on Twitter, at Stacey's Parlour, or at Stace and Barry, um, then we'll be keeping you updated of like guests and stuff. I'm quite excited. Yeah. Yeah, Barry, do you want to tell them about the charity that we've picked? Yes. So we've picked the British Heart Foundation, which is... Oh, it's <laughs> going to try and do this now without uh, losing my shit. Um, oh. So for me, it's quite a personal charity because I lost my... Um, my mum to a heart-related uh, problem and um, I lost my oldest brother to, he had a heart attack. So for me, it's a very personal uh, cherry. So mm. yeah, yeah. And uh, it would be nice to do something to, you know, hopefully help prevent in other people from going through stuff like that. And I've completely lost my words. Oh, bless you. Well, yeah. I think this is a very worthy charity anyway. I've been quite lucky in the sense that I haven't had to, you know, use their resources for any sad reasons such as those. But I actually have a heart condition myself and use their website quite a lot to do research on it and, um, you know, how to help myself out if I ever do have a heart plop. <laughs> and also uh, the dietetics department that I work for use a lot of their resources for people who suffer from high cholesterol or cutting saturated fat, fats out of diets and things like that to sort of help prevent heart disease and things so I think this is a really worthy cause and um, I'm hoping because last time Barry and I did this we managed to raise uh, it was in the end it turned out to be just over £1,500 for Alzheimer's Society Ooh. yeah I know that's a lot of money <laughs> um, so I really want to hit that again if possible or even surpass it if we can so um, tell your friends follow me on Twitter and uh, do a crazy live show with us I've already booked Two whole guests. Hooray. Getting. And, and those two guests aren't me and Stace. No, they are, in fact, two other people. What, three other people, technically, because one of them's two people. But anyway, uh, that's relevant. So, yes, do a follow of us on Twitter, Stace and Barry. Um, if you're interested at all in helping us promote the show, i.e. Uh, putting posters around the place or what have you, uh, you can drop us an email at staceandbarry at gmail.com. I've got a lovely friend who is uh, doing a poster for us for free. So thank you very much, Laura, for that. I'm very excited awesome. to see it. Thanks, Laura. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think on that note, go and have a coffee and, you know, have a rip roaring Saturday time i'm gonna go and watch a bunch of scary movies today i'm not i'm, I'm frightened <laughs> and i'm going to um i'm gonna go and put my feet up and watch stranger things Boom. that sounds like a good idea yeah because that starts that will have started that has started <laughs> stranger stranger two people bye bye can't believe you just burped but bye i'm cutting that burp out it's uh <laughs> okay Although I don't know if I can now because you've talked about it. God, God damn you. Yes.